Welcome to The Follow-Up, a weekly podcast that goes in-depth into projects recently reviewed on Brand New, featuring conversations with the designers and sometimes their clients, uncovering the context, background, and design decisions behind the work. Hi, this is Brian Gomez-Palacio, and welcome to episode number 52 of The Follow-Up. This week, we're following up on Big Sea Charters, a family-owned boat chartering service that offers fishing, whale-watching, and pleasure cruise excursions in the San Francisco Bay Area. Named after the captain's nickname, Big Sea, who got said nickname because of his 6'8 stature and 7'0 wingspan, and because his name starts with a C. The company operates two boats, the Chasing Crustacean, a 35-foot six-pack boat that carries a maximum of six passengers and specializes in fishing, and the Outer Limits, a 55-foot catamaran, perfect for fishing, whale-watching, or just cruising the bay. The project, designed by the San Francisco, California Office of Mucho, was posted on Brand New on June 21st, 2022. You can pull it up on your browser at bit.ly slash bnpodcast052. That is bit dot ly slash bnpodcast052, all in lowercase. This week, we're joined by Rob Duncan, creative director and partner at Mucho, Liam Brewery, design director at Mucho, Christian Kavanaugh, captain and owner of Big Sea Charters, and Carly Kavanaugh owner of Big Sea Charters. In this conversation, we first unravel how one goes about getting a fishing boat client, and, no surprise, the first step is that you get yourself on a fishing boat. This was the case for Mucha's Rob, as he took on the role of client first by hiring Big Sea Charters to take him fishing. Then, when the timing was right and Big Sea Charters actually needed design help, the roles reversed with them on the client side, with the added benefit of there being an existing relationship between the two. From there, it was mostly smooth sailing, as Mucha dialed in on a single design proposal that, although it took some getting used to by Christian and Carly, was ultimately fully embraced and implemented. Now, let's listen in as Armin follows up with Rob, Liam, Christian, and Carly. Hello everyone, today is a first on the follow-up as we have the pleasure of chatting with a boat captain. Now don't get me wrong, I do enjoy talking to chief marketing officers and designers, but most of them cannot commandeer a ship. Anyway, pretty excited to be fishing for answers today on one of the most well-received projects of the year so far on Brand New. Captain Christian, Carly, Rob, and Liam, welcome to the follow-up. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Since we have so many people on the podcast today, if we could go around the room with your name and title. Captain Christian, owner of Big Sea Charters here in Sausalito, California. I am Carly Cavanaugh, and I'm his first mate. <laughs> <laughs> I am Rob Duncan. I'm creative director of uh, Mucho San Francisco. Hi, I'm Liam Beery, design director in Mucho San Francisco. Perfect. We're going to get started with you, Carly and Christian. 
as I was browsing through the reviews for your business on Google, and they were all like glowing five-star reviews. And for any business, this is as good as it gets, and I'm guessing for a small family business, probably everything you need as a way to get new and repeat customers. Now, the reason I mentioned this is because I am very curious about why and how you decided to make an investment in your branding when you could have easily kept things the same and still enjoy a relative amount of success. The end goal for Carly and myself was always to kind of add on to the fleet. We started with one boat and slowly wanted to expand. We didn't want to start too big because we wanted it to feel really personal, you know, an experience that people would remember. There was some trial and error in it. You know, the first few years, we learned a lot. And by having that smaller boat and adding on to it with the new addition here, we were able to see exactly what the people were looking for. And we're offering something that no one else offers in the Bay Area as far as fishing and charter experiences. I was lucky enough to meet Rob because he was a client of mine and he found us. And it's been a few years that we've known each other and he's always mentioned how he'd love to help us out. And we kind of took him up on it finally when we decided to add the second boat. And boy, we're glad that we did. (laughs) That would be a perfect segue to go into Rob. But before we do that, just for context and a little bit of time frame, how long were you operating with one boat and how long have you had the second boat? So about five seasons with the first one, and then we decided to dive in and really expand and buy the bigger boat this last year. I'm good on the water, and Carly's good behind the scenes, and we knew that we wanted to make it really special, and we knew we'd be able to do that by contacting uh, Rob. So Rob, what was that first call like based on the fact that you knew Christian beforehand? Yeah, well, it wasn't really a call. As Christian said, I was looking four years ago, my father-in-law came over from Romania. He's a keen fisherman. I've always fished since I was a kid with my dad. So I was looking to go and do salmon fishing. I'd never done it. So I got on the website, knew nobody and stumbled across Christian's site. As the review says as well, the logo, the original logo is really nice. And it really represented a boutique experience. And the photography that I think Christian's mum did, does a lot of the photography, was really beautiful. And it was a small boat as well. Usually in San Francisco, it's referred to as party boats, where you get big fishing boats that have 30 people, 25, 30 people on them. And because Christian had this small boat of six people, I thought, I've never been summer fishing, less intimidation getting lines twisted and also I had no idea how to salmon fish. So we booked on the trip and we both ended up with limits very quickly, which limits means two salmon is the most you can take home on one fishing trip, myself and my father-in-law. And it was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life just because it was so professional and because of this small group of people, it didn't matter if you didn't know them, everyone knew each other within 15, 20 minutes. And then I just kept going and going. I was hooked literally from that point into only going with Christian. And I think I then did six or seven times each season. And I could just see there was an opportunity where you could see he was growing and how hard he worked. I just saw an opportunity that I'd love to brand a fishing boat. And I also asked the permission of when I spoke to Christian and we were talking about it, I asked the permission of Sam, Sam Krause, who did the original logo and identity, who's a good friend of Christian's. And the last thing I wanted to do was step on anybody's toes. And he's done such a great job with it. He's a great designer too. Met up with him, you know, now he's become a good friend too, but I just wanted to make sure that I'm not taking away anything from him. He was great. He just said, no, go ahead, Rob. 
And I'd spoken to Christian about it, and Christian was now getting the second boat. It was the right time. So there was never a call. It was all, always done uh, in the Pacific, bobbing around, freezing cold off Stinson Beach is where the chats happened. I think more business needs to be conducted that way. All business, as far as I'm concerned. For sure. <laughs> Liam, how about you? Did you have any experience on the boat before or fishing? I hadn't any experience fishing, but I was privileged enough to go on one of the boat trips. Saying that, though, I ended up finding out I was quite seasick. So first and last <laughs> time fishing for me. It was so funny. Oh, you got to come again, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a particularly, uh, I don't know, how would you call that? The waves were bobbing around. It was rough. It was a, it was a rough day. Rough for me, rough, rough day, for the yeah. boat. <laughs> yeah. At that point, we knew we were working with Christian. I'd gone out there, get this kind of immersion taking my camera with me, trying to get some photos and ended up just looking at the water the whole time, throwing up. So <laughs> yeah. well, no, I was did that. You stuck it out though. You were a champ. <laughs> yeah. If there was a little boat that I could take back to water, I probably would have jumped off the boat and a lot of money. You would have paid a lot of money for someone <laughs> to pick you up. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it though. It was really good fun. Side throwing up. It didn't help with me when the at the end of the day when the when the guts were being stripped out of the fish and they were being filleted. I was like, Liam, take these shots, get these shots. This is great. Yeah, get in there. Yeah. <laughs> get in there. <laughs> you can see there's a lot of like motion in the photos. That's just me just waving around a bit. <laughs> Putting the feeling into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah now exactly. Carly Christian, hopefully in your first experience designing a logo for your business, it wasn't as rough as it was for Liam. What was that experience like getting your first logo for your business the first time around? I think Rob kind of touched on it because Sam, who's a good friend of ours now, he did a great job with the logo and people loved it, you know, the original one. And Rob and I both approached Sam and said, hey, we kind of wanted to take the opportunity with buying the new boat to do a little bit of rebranding. And he was first in line to help out. And I think Rob and the team did a really good job of blending in the new branding while still taking a little bit of the old. And I think that's kind of been a big part of it because we didn't totally let go of the original. We kind of just updated it, you know. And I think, too, we didn't give Sam a ton of creative freedom. Like we were kind of following what the other brands were doing and wanted the boat and the name and where it was. So it was perfect and we still use it on our swag and people love it. And the new brand is just this new evolved business that we have now. So backtracking a little bit to you, Carly and Christian, before seeing the big C, before getting into the process, what kind of direction, if any, did you give Rob? I'm getting the sense that this was a non-traditional project because usually a client will come in and say, I want a redesign and this is what I want to achieve. But here it sounds like it was more organic and less prescriptive like that. But once the project got started, were there any goals that you wanted or anything that you told Rob and team that you wanted to achieve? Our goal was to give them all the freedom in the world to use their creativity. We'd be crazy not to. I knew, you know, after doing some research, I mean, I knew Rob as a friend for a long time and then looked into Mucho and was like, wow, this is just a blessing that they're even willing to work with us. I think they were coming off of like rebranding Visa at the time. So coming to Big C Charters, it was just like, I can't believe these guys are willing to help us out. So Carly and I just said, we got to put it in our hands. You know, we got to trust them because we love everything that they do. I'm glad that we did. If I would have told Rob, 
I really want a fish jumping out of the water in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. He's such a nice guy that he probably would have tried to make that work. It would have been wrong, you know? Trusting the process and putting it in the team's hands was the best thing we could have done. I'm not that nice, Christian. I would have told you there's no way I'm touching the project. (laughs) I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Then I would have said, do I come on your boat and tell you how to find fish? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Do I tell you which direction they go? No. Yeah. Do I tell you whether they go that way or that way? Sorry, Carly. I think you guys really took the time and due diligence to understand the market and to understand our goals. And we didn't really necessarily understand what our goals meant for the creative branding, but we were against having our original boat, which was under the Big C Charters umbrella, and then adding this other boat that had a reputable brand and audience already too. And we didn't know how to marry those and how to build one cohesive identity Mucho helped us do that. We didn't even know how to approach that to begin with. And they did all the research in the world on our competitors, on what they do, what their websites look like, what their brands are, what makes us special and differentiates us. They took the time to understand what our real pain points were and solved for those. That's a good point, Carly, because I remember texting Rob like late at night and, you know, this other boat we bought, it had its own brand and a very large following. And I was just texting him like, man, like, should I try to adopt the new name, the new branding? Should I try to maybe even do something different than Big C Charters? And Rob was just like, no, that is you. You are Big C Charters and we need to keep it and expand it. Having his confidence was a big thing on building what we have now, for sure. Yeah, and asking your clients, we obviously the best thing to do, and you as you said, I'm um, and all those great five star reviews. But still, those people fish on other boats too. So many of them fish on other boats, or they've made the decision to find Christian and then stuck with him forever. So we interviewed a lot of people that Christian gave us, maybe 12, 15 of his regular clients, to ask those questions: Why Big C? Why Christian? Why did you look elsewhere? Have you been on different boats? What's your experience? fishing with Christian. And those really were the key points. They created the strategy. So we did everything as if it was a very big project. So we did the interviews and as Carly said, researching other boats in the area and then interviewing customers and getting their points and use those as reviews on the uh, website. But that was really helpful because I knew what made me choose Christian and why I loved going chasing crustacean. But I just wanted to hear it from other people, women, men, older people, younger people, friends of Christians, first time fisher people. And that really helped decide which direction we were going. Rob and Liam, a question for both of you. So from this research, from talking to Christian and Carly and trying to bridge these two boats on the one brand, what were some of the key insights that came out that were like, all right, this is the direction that we need to go in, or that reaffirmed what you thought you knew about what needed to be done? Giving space for each of the boats to have their own identities under the new brand was really important, which is why we carried through the drawings and then redrew the new boat in the same style. Because people had really personal experiences on each of the boats and each boat you know, had you know, a different crew and different people on board. They got to love the people and the boats themselves. So carrying that through with the new branding was really important. They already had an amazing experience. They offered the best experience, I think, in the Bay Area. 
but it was really just about telling that story so that when somebody comes to the website particularly people aren't guessing what the experience is it's just building upon what they already had and what they built and making it appeal to a younger audience that we were talking to christian and there's so many startups and tech companies in the bay area they could bring a load of their team along and have a great experience on the bay how do we approach those more design savvy audience without alienating the regulars that come every Wednesday, every Thursday, um, that tend to be the older generation? How do you make it appeal to female as well as male? Because there's a lot of fisher women, fisher people that come along as well. And there's a lot of kids as well that come that really enjoy it. Christian's been known in the area of fishing since he was 12, I think, or even younger than that. All of that and all of the responses really helped us pay this way. Also, you know, if you call Big C, it's obviously got to be a Big C. It's a given. It's a rebus. You know, Apple's Apple, Shelly Shell, Target is Target. If you've got a Big C in your name, it should be a Big C. It was then all about how do we make it a unique Big C that's truly representative of Christian? And that was kind of easy then because he's a very tall person. I'm sure there's a question coming about that, but it kind of all just blends into that process. It was very natural the way we developed it. Sort of having that clarity that the big C needs to be a big C, did your first round of design explorations revolve solely around that? Or did you try the fish jumping over the Golden Gate Bridge idea? <laughs> if it was not expressed by Christian. Thankfully, I didn't hear about that idea. So I think... <laughs> We had a lot of ideas. We knew we wanted it to be a big C, but you know, we opened the floor to coming up with loads of different solutions, playing with different ways of, of rendering it. I think Rob and I knew, especially when I got on that boat and met Christian. See, I thought you know six foot eight. I thought that's like kind of six foot, but six foot eight is a lot bigger than six foot. <laughs> so, and I'm not, I'm not a tall guy. If anyone who knows me, so really, in the case study, it should be me next to Christian. That's <laughs> that'd have been pretty right. <laughs> That moment of meeting Christian, it's like such an opportunity to do something with the scale. Um, and when you're on the ocean as well, it's just such an incredible experience looking out to the water as far as the eye can see, seeing the sunrise. And it's just mind-blowing experience when you're on the water. So we just wanted to have something with that big impact. And it's Christian's tool. So <laughs> it just felt right to go down that direction. Many times we're in the fog. You'd expect we're catching salmon in the summer in San Francisco, but as everyone knows who knows San Francisco, the fog pours in. So it's freezing cold and many times you can't even see. So we're off Stinson Beach, literally handshaking. And so having something that stood out as a graphic device for fishermen, even when they're not doing the kind of tourist charter boats, they're commercial fishing with crab in the winter. There's a kind of safety aspect to that big brand as well, which we wanted to kind of, that creative part of the system. So what did you show Christian and Carly in the first go-around? We showed them one option, the big C, because it had to be that. And it really had to be a tall, elongated, and we all like condensed typefaces of designers. But we did show them pictures of the other stuff, pictures of explorations that we'd done previous to that. But that was kind of put in the presentation. Oh, we've already, we've also looked at these things, but it has to be this because it ticks those boxes. Only Christian can own this logo. Maybe in the world, I don't know, but definitely in the Bay Area. Anyone could have a fish jumping over a Golden Gate Bridge, you know, but only Christian, who's been known as Big C, 
how long have you been owning Big C's? Just since you had Big C Charters, or is it go back? No, maybe 10 years now, a little over 10 years. So it's kind of a nickname. Hey, Big C, as the boats pass, they're shouting across to each other. So it just made so much sense at the end of the day. So Christian, you already sort of hinted at your reaction at seeing the Big C, but delving a little bit deeper into that first time you saw it. What were you thinking? Was there any hesitation at that point? Um, and also from you, Carly. I was so captured in my surroundings of what I see every day on the water, social media, other captains, what I thought it was supposed to look like. I was a little hesitant at first, just in all honesty, just because I think I set an expectation, like I said, of what I thought it was going to look like. And it took me a day or two. And they even told me, they said, you need to go home and think about this because this is extremely different than everyone else. And they explained to me, you know, if we were to look like everyone else, then it would just be white noise and forgotten. And this is something that we're trying to build. And that was something that I really didn't think about when I went into the meeting. But when I left, it was the focal point, you know, of how we can make a big splash and shock everyone else in the industry. I mean, these guys delivered. Liam and Rob said, normally we show uh, three kind of ideas to choose from, and they showed this one. It made a lot of sense to me why they picked this one to show up. And Carly, how about you? I didn't even really think about what could tie all these different elements together, the two boats and the brand and the typeface. Like I never would have thought about that, but it's something that is cohesive across the entire brand, no matter what boat you're talking about, no matter what fish you're talking about, halibut or salmon or whatever, like it's all representative of the brand because we have this look and feel to the typeface that's unique to our brand. It was like, oh, okay, this is what ties us all together. This is Christian at the helm, and he's represented in this big C. Ultimately, like a day later, we both looked at each other. We we're like, yes, we're doing this, right? Yes. <laughs> Fear of accepting a logo is usually a good sign. You get the sense that something is different, that it is challenging for you and for your audience. It's the kind of thing that advances both our profession as designers, but also it takes you out from the competition and may allows you to stand out. So a little bit of hesitation is understandable, and it's great that you did take that plunge. I think, Carly, you said, yeah, I think, Carly, you said, we've had this conversation in the past, that if this had been a, a presentation for you starting out from scratch, it wouldn't have been right because you need to establish yourself without kind of ruffling feathers and uh, rocking the boats within the industry. But because you'd already been established and you had the boat drawing originally in big seas and it was a bit more traditional, you felt that this was the right time that you could be a bit braver too. So if this had been a brand new company, it might have been one step too far. Luckily, we uh, came in at the right time and got to know Christian and Carly at the right time for us to do this design. When we presented this, we'd kind of had a lot of ideas of how we could bring it to life. We didn't just show the C logo, we showed the typeface, the photography and the colour palette, even some of the fun ideas that made it into the case study and they actually did on merchandise as well. All of these great ideas of what it could lead to, which I think was really important in just showing like how this can roll out over the future and do stuff that they haven't even done yet. Though we presented one idea, we really like fleshed out that whole idea. We really wanted to give them the full picture of what this could do for their business. 
And how close was that original big C to the final big C? Pretty close, actually. Yeah, we'd already started playing around with the typeface. We'd already jumped the gun a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was pretty close. Actually, in the first presentation, we were actually playing with increasing the length of it and height. And we ended up not doing that and just keeping it much more simple, way powerful just as a simple mark. Because you've got the typeface and you've got all these other things going on. It was pretty close other than that. We also wanted to make an identity that was flexible to include all of the team as well. One thing I noticed when I first went with Christian, I'm not very good at names at the best of times, but when you're introducing yourself and you listen to the captain and deckhand speak, and then you go, what were their names again? And you feel a bit embarrassed to ask their names. So that's one of the reasons why we created all these uniforms or jackets. So you get the big C for Christian, and then you get the big R for Ryan, who's the captain now of the other boat, but he was the original deckhand. Big B for Bubba, big G for Gabe. Because not only does it help remind clients, new clients, especially of their name i think it really helps reinforce that this is a team effort and when you're on the boat and you're rocking around and the wind's blowing and people are getting tangled and you're bringing a fish in you can really tell that they're working the hardest getting up at four in the morning and working so so hard to please and make sure they get the fish on board make sure they get the limits as much as possible going home allow that flexibility whereas if it had just been one logo for example just kind of put on everything you wouldn't have had that opportunity to make it feel like a team sport which it is so that means christian that you can only hire crewmates with different first names otherwise you're going to have too many big c's too many big g's exactly yeah we're gonna have to maybe do last names on there too like, <laughs> i don't know i didn't think about that yet <laughs> that's how a uh, complex email addresses work at companies like visa where you have first name and then first three letters of the last name followed by series of numbers so <laughs> right. uh, something to think about your project may not be as complex as visa but you can get there <laughs> Yeah, I'll let Rob and Liam think about that I'll work yeah. that out when it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah work that out all right <laughs> And Rob and Liam, in the development of the typeface, did at any point you think, oh, this has too many hooks, too many waves, or was it just so entertaining to do it? They were like, ah, screw it. We're just going to go with it. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with the alternatives because we were designing the typeface at the same time as doing the development for the brand. We're setting words and thinking, oh, it'd be great to get something in there. Oh, great to get something in that word. So that's why there's all those alternatives in there, really just to give the designers <laughs> a bit more fun with working with it. We actually had a few more alternatives that didn't make the cut, some like swash Vs and swash Ws. Decided it was a bit too much, but yeah, it's pretty close to how it was. And there's a subtlety to a lot of the other characters. So, you know, you only really see a hook crop up once or twice a word and we're using it really big. Yeah, it worked out really well to have the amount of hooks and waves and stuff in that typeface that we did. There's a lot of testing involved as well and tweaking. Curly and Christian, how are you using this internally? Do you have a designer on staff? Is it something that you to do both on your own? How does it work now that Rob and Liam and the team have handed off some of the materials to you? Yeah, I mean, I think that's something that we're learning as we go. Originally, we just thought we were going to get a new logo and, you know, we'd be able to use it every once in a while on, on social media. But because of the typeface, it creates so many unique ways for us to introduce it to our customers. So we're still in like the introduction period to our clientele. And we are working out on how to really present that 
We did a lot of the branding on uh, the merchandise, which people are loving. We're obviously using it on the social media, which people are really taking to. But for Carly and I, I think that's the exciting part for us is that we can do so much with it. And every day we'll be sitting on the couch like, we could use this here. Uh, what about using it to promote over here? You know, it's just, there's just endless amounts of opportunity of where we could place it. And every day we're, like I said, we're learning how to use it. And how long has the new logo been active? Since the start of the season, right, Rob? I mean, how... Uh, Was it April already? Yeah, but April. The reason I ask is to see if you've had any reactions from any of the other boats, any of the other captains, any of the other competing brands. We're like, what the hell is this? Or just people like, what are you doing? Or this is cool. Any reactions from sort of the industry? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think a lot of the old timers are just, and I was guilty of it too, is you just have this standard of it's got to be the boat. It's got to be catching a big fish. And it's got to be a really intense graphic that covers the whole t-shirt, lots of colors so that, you know, everyone will see it and they'll know that that's big sea charters, right? I have a few of the old timers that, you know, taught me how to fish and I showed them the logo and honestly, they're like, that's too simple. You know, for them, I don't know if it made a lot of sense, but for the 99% of the people that are coming out with me, especially the younger generation, maybe people under the age of 40, they love it. They don't want to, you know, represent a brand, especially on their shirt, you know, maybe going out to dinner in San Francisco with a giant tuna jumping on the shirt. You know, they want something clean. I think Robin and Liam nailed this one. You don't just have something that you wear when you go fishing or that you represent when you go fishing. It's something you feel like you could bring anywhere and feel good representing it. So far, that's been a home run for us. You know, I see them wearing it outside coming out on the boat. They really enjoy representing the team because they feel like they can represent the brand in many different ways. Yeah, that's great. When something is not so overpowering that it takes over your personality with like a big fish or a big illustration of something, I think the subtlety of this, it allows it to be more quiet, but at the same time, more powerful. Thank you for already seeing as well, haven't you, Christian, with how do we appeal to tech companies, etc. For example, Google, a trip with you, new client that maybe wouldn't have booked under the previous look and feel. So what we're seeing is the aim, it is starting to work, putting the big letters on the back of T-shirts as if they were sports numbers on the back of teams to represent each boat, etc. You know, even while it, we can make it feel more high-end, like a fashion brand, we can still make it feel a higher-end version of a sporting brand as well by just using some different analogies, different references to sports, such as big type and big numbers. It was kind of a combination of those two things to land where we are now. As I'm sitting here looking at Christian's hoodie, there's that big C on the side. It looks great. But then there's that nice ship over the part. It looks like a football crest, and that's a really nice detail. So just talking briefly about the boat drawings, how did those evolve from the original? I know they evolved, like the lines were cleaner, things like that, but what was the process like to get there? Yeah, so mostly about cleaning them up. Originally, the, I think the first drawing, I don't know if it was meant to be you, Christian, or just a random person, but it had a little guy sitting in the front seat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that. It yeah. was like so long ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's right. So we uh, got rid of him. He drowned. Uh, <laughs> threw him off the boat. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Made him walk the plank. So clean them up. 
put them on a grid and we wanted you know basically for those two boats you know when you see them side by side on the website to kind of give a sense of the different scale of the, both of the boats so we designed them on a grid you know one is a little bit bigger than the other so you have that representation but the line weights are always the same just cleaning them up we actually had a small use version for screen printing onto the jumpers and then we had a more detailed version we use digitally and when we use it larger the classic graphic design stuff really stick a grid on it get it looking good make it expandable so as you can add another boat quite easily just do a drawing of it and give it another color give it the two letters i mean that was a bit different well with the cc base and crustacean probably people didn't refer to it christian ever as the cc or always the ol but i'm sure as now people are being able to choose from two boats that might become a shorthand for the boats and it's very very easy to expand and grow as a business even in different regions, whether or not it's the Bay Area. And there's one detail I have to ask about, and apologies if I break the magic of it, but is the paperclip real? Or is it Photoshop? Or is it a one-off thing? (laughs) You can say, like, no comment, but yeah, I have to ask. (laughs) That's a good question. Yeah, it's real, but there's very few few of them were made. (laughs) Um, And they were made by hand. No mass production yet. (laughs) Made by hand by one of the lovely designers in our studio. (laughs) Well, even that is so commendable. Yeah. Yeah. We found some paper clips that were a similar, you know, similar shape to start with. And obviously paper clips are already pretty close. Well, and you should see my C-shaped earrings. Those are amazing. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, those are legit. (laughs) How are those made? We worked with a local jewelry maker, actually. Took a lot of prototyping to get them to, you know, the shape working and the fish shapes as well and different textures in the clay. But essentially, I don't want to go too much into her process, but she makes them out of brass, the hanging parts, and then the actual fish parts, she uses clay and she mixes the clay together with all these different textures. And it's really nice that like fish, you get areas that catch the lights, like slightly pearlescent areas. Callie Clay designed is who we worked with on those. And she's really fantastic. She loved to like playing with all the different clay textures and trying stuff out. Hey, and another uh, CC, Carly Clay. There you go. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to sum up here the conversation, Rob and Liam, what was the most exciting aspect of working on this project for each of you based on your different interests, your different appreciation for the sea, fishing, etc.? As we talked about, you know, it's almost on the opposite spectrum to Visa. And for me, obviously, really loving fishing. It was a dream job to do something like this and and work with people like Christian and Kylie that were so open and understanding to let us do what we do best and making them a part of it. And seeing it out whenever I go out fishing, just seeing it around, seeing it out. It's just the start of how this brand can develop as well, which will be exciting. And seeing it actually benefit and help Christian and Carly fill up a second boat and appeal to a different audience. It's working. It's great when you can see a brand actually make a difference. Working in this industry was so exciting because it's barely touched by design. So we kind of got to uncover all the opportunities first and kind of take a look at things with like a fresh perspective. That was really good, as well as making stuff that's three-dimensional and lives out in the world, as Rob said. You know, you get stuck into doing guidelines and have other people roll out your work. But actually to, you know, get the chance to roll out all this stuff and have all these great ideas come to fruition was incredibly exciting. 
And also get a chance to make a typeface. I've been doing a lot of type design in my spare time. So finally get to make the most of commercially making a typeface. It's so exciting to see when Christian's using it on things and seeing it out in the world. Like, that's a real highlight for me personally. Great answers. Now, Carly and Christian, for you, moving forward, as you said, cores for the next three or five years, what is the most exciting aspect of having this new identity in place? I mean, I think Rob really touched on it. The beauty of it is that you can apply it to a new boat as well. The logo and the brand that they helped us create, it doesn't have an end. This doesn't feel like this is the final final. It has the capability of growing. That was one of the original ideas. Correct me if I'm wrong, Rob and Liam, but the idea of being able to apply it and grow. They really encouraged us to think about the idea of adding another boat or two or three. Because at the time, this second boat felt like everything. But both Liam and Rob had a bigger picture and they were able to create the brand to expand in the future, which is something that we're excited about because we build the brand as well. I think too, Rob has dreams of <laughs> more innovative, fun things our brand can do. And he'll email us in the morning and just say, for sure, I thought about this in the middle of the night and it's some amazingly creative idea that we would have never thought of. And they're continuing to come to us with new ways to grow the brand, like not to tease anything, but is it a recipe book? Is it? I'm going to stop there. <laughs> um, there's a lot more to come from our brand that we're super excited about. That is wonderful to hear, and it's been a pleasure to listen to all the stories and how the big C came to be and how both figuratively and literally as uh, big C himself here in the middle of the Zoom gallery. Mm -hmm. But no, it's great to hear about the stories of identity helping a business directly and you seeing the influence of it paying off right away and hopefully paving the way as well for future success to come and hopefully adding one book two boats and again not uh, other crew members with a first name that starts with a c because i can see that being a, a problem for the branding but no thank you rob liam christian and carly for joining me on the follow-up today to talk about big c charters thank you thank you thank you so much it was great to hear how open Christian and Carly were to this process, and from the beginning, trusting Mucha with their business to propose something that would help them push it further. They also stepped out of their comfort zone and dared to break industry expectations in order to stand out from the competition, which their reputation already did, but now they have an identity to match. And if you ever need a logo that shows a fish jumping out of the water in front of the Golden Gate Bridge, now you know to not call Mucho. Today, thanks for listening. Until next time, we'll be here. We hope you'll be there.